Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, severe weather, a powerful storm system making its way up the East Coast overnight ahead of one of the holiday season's busiest travel days. When you're traveling for the holidays, you sort of anticipate that it's going to be um, a little bit hectic. So how will it affect your plans and what can you expect for the New Year's weekend? We're live with your full forecast. Plus, taking flight on the 50th anniversary of the Endangered Species Act, we're highlighting one of its biggest successes, the nation's soaring bald eagle population. Does it ever get old? No, it never does. I've been working here for 13 years, and you always have to stop what you're doing and watch. Our inside look at the national symbol's remarkable comeback just ahead. Then, who run the world? 2023 was an electrifying year for women, from movies to music and more this morning why it spells good news for everyone when it comes to the economy and honoring icons the lifetime contributions of so many artists celebrated at the kennedy center honors from billy crystal to a special tribute to barry gibb we'll have all the highlights ahead on pop start today thursday december 28th 2023 ferguson missouri today i turned 60 on my first trip to from St. Louis, Missouri. Visiting from Hartville, Ohio. Boulder, Colorado. Edmond, Oklahoma. And Ringgold, Georgia. From Kenner, Louisiana. Today is our 10th wedding anniversary. On a, On a girl's, girl's trip. trip. To celebrate my 45th birthday. Welcome back to today on this Thursday morning. We're glad that you are joining us, especially that crowd outside. This is when the plaza is packed that week between Christmas and New Year. So many people enjoying a lot of times their first trip to New York. We're glad you're here. Savannah, Hode, and Craig are all enjoying a little bit of time off. Lots of birthdays out there on the plaza. Looking forward to getting out there soon. See you guys outside. We're going to start with the check of the news this half an hour. Tens of millions of Americans are waking up this morning to heavy rain and some flooded streets and with a very busy New Year's weekend ahead. It is already having an impact on holiday travel from coast to coast. We do have complete coverage. We begin with Dylan and your forecast. Dylan, good morning. Good morning, guys. We do have this big storm system uh, kind of in pieces right now in the northeast. We're seeing the heavier rain across Long Island and into New England. We also have a lot of heavy rain falling from Tampa right down into Miami. That's creating some delays as well. The heaviest of the rain now through uh, Connecticut, also into Rhode Island, moving up into Massachusetts. This will continue on this trek to the northeast, but still keeps the showers around through the afternoon and really through Friday, too. We have flood watches because of river and creek flooding down across uh, Philadelphia, stretching into parts of New Jersey, too. On the backside of this storm system, it's cold enough for some light snow, kind of wet snow just west of Chicago, but stretching down into St. Louis, where you'll see a few flakes flying. Also, we're likely to see a few flakes down through Kentucky into Tennessee, northern Alabama and Mississippi. So that'll look cool flying uh, through the sky, although you won't really see any accumulation down that way. Heavy 
most rain will be moving through New England today. We could see about an inch or so of rain, not really a ton of rain expected out of this whole storm system, but it's still a nuisance, could create some delays at the airports from Boston to New York, D.C., back into Chicago again with that little bit of wet snow west of the city. We could see some delays there. And then tomorrow, another big travel day. We will see improvements across the Northeast, but maybe some warning delays in the Boston area. Laura. All right, Dylan, thank you for that. With today expected to be one of the busiest on our nation's roads and airports, NBC's Stephanie Goss is checking out the weather's impact on the holiday travel rush. She is along the New Jersey Turnpike for us. Hey, Steph. Hey, Laura, good morning. You know, right now, the New Jersey Turnpike is humming along. It may not be like that all day long. And as Dylan mentioned, the weather is not great in the Northeast. There is that heavy rain. There are places where there could be some localized flooding. And in the last few days, there's also been very heavy fog creating some dramatic scenes. The skyline in New York City and Boston completely blanketed by fog. As for the air travel, on Wednesday, there were over 6,000 delays. Southwest was the airline that was hit the worst with over 1,000 delays for them. Not nearly as bad as a year ago, however, when millions of people were stranded. The airline was fined $140 million because of that. The worst area this week for travel delays has been in Florida. Uh, the FAA says that there has been congestion. They've also had some issues with staffing. That's one of the reasons why Southwest says they had as many delays as they had. For the people who are heading out on the roads, and that'll be 90% of the travelers, there is a little bit of advice. Try to get out early because the worst traffic is going to be in the afternoon and evening. Laura. All right, Steph. Thank you so much. Turning now to the 2024 presidential campaign, this morning Republican candidate Nikki Haley is facing new backlash over something she did not say. At a town hall in New Hampshire last night, Haley was asked a question about the cause of the Civil War. I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. The former U.N. ambassador did not mention slavery as a possible cause. Both Democrats and Republicans weighed in, with GOP rival Ron DeSantis posting the word yikes on social media. Some holiday week air travelers are fortunately safe after a brief scare in London yesterday. Gusty winds caused a bumpy landing for this American Airlines flight from Los Angeles to Heathrow. Look at that. The pilots managed to land the plane safely despite struggling to control the aircraft. That would not be pleasant. It dipped and bounced on its way to the tarmac. Blustery storms and flooding have disrupted travel throughout the UK this past week. Oh gosh, you can hear their reaction in the background too. Also this morning, we remember a performer who helped pave the way for bold social commentary on television. Tom Smothers, part of the famed duo Smothers Brothers, died on Tuesday. Their satiric comedy in the 1960s made shows like Saturday Night Live and The Daily Show possible. NBC's Harry Smith is here with a look back. Harry, good morning. Yeah, morning guys. If you were to look up counterculture in a in Google and look for images of the cult com, uh, counterculture, the Smothers Brothers would not appear. They look like wholesome local folk singers, but their message, especially for network television, was downright dangerous. Tommy Smothers made us laugh. Our name is really Smothers, but we're not brothers. That's right. We're married. <laughs> First, that look on his face while listening to Brother Dick. Then, what came next? Yeah, well, Mom always liked you best. 
Realizing they probably weren't good enough to earn a living as musicians, comedy took the Smothers Brothers to clubs on both coasts. Then, multiple TV appearances in the early 1960s. When the Smothers Brothers got their own show on CBS, they satirized the powerful and made clear their opposition to the Vietnam War. The show was a hit. In some ways, classic comedy. Dick the Straight Man, Tommy the Fool. When they say amen... They really want a woman. But when told there was a line not to cross, they leapt over it. By 1970, CBS had had enough. While the show was successful, the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour was canceled. The duo continued to perform for decades afterwards. Tom Smothers died peacefully in his home in Northern California on Tuesday, following a recent battle with cancer at the age of 86. His brother Dick wrote in a statement, Tom was a -a one-of-a-kind creative partner. Our relationship was like a good marriage. The longer we were together, the more we loved and respected one another. You know, it's interesting because uh, Tom's mother said for years after the show went off the air, he blamed Richard Nixon. But it's really the stations, the CBS stations in the South, that really took umbrage with what their message was week after week on the Smothers Brothers show. The two of them were so entertaining for so long, and Tom would always look over and say, Mom always liked you best. That was one of, <laughs> one of his most famous lines. But one, there's so many things about this guy. He and John Lennon were pals. He played guitar wow. on Give Peace a Chance. Wow. wow. Really? Yeah. Hello. The way they push the envelope today, you know, the, the fact that people are doing what they do today, it's you said it. Them. It's because of these two gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. And the, the thing was, I think they felt like we're just talking like our friends. They're representing a generation and television, at least corporate Wasn't TV, was not ready for yeah. it. Yeah. Life very well lived. Harry, thank you thanks, so much. Harry. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, Harry. Guys, just ahead, we are soaring with bald eagles. I've been talking about this one all morning. <laughs> what we can learn from the remarkable comeback of the iconic American bird. Plus, 2023 has been a record-setting year for women driving the economy at the box office on concert tours. And it's not just Taylor Swift and Beyonce, what it all means moving forward. But first, these messages. No matter what you're a fan of, Texas has the trip for you. There's the trip to Texas and the trip. Or maybe you're the kind of fan who'd prefer a trip to Texas or a trip. Either way, go to traveltexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is 
constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're back now at 812, marking an important milestone that you may not even realize is happening today. It's been 50 years since Congress passed the Endangered Species Act, a conservation effort that is credited with saving some of our nation's most treasured animals. So we sent NBC's Emily Aketa to a wildlife refuge for a closer look at its impact. Emily, good morning. Good morning. The sight of a bald eagle is a wonderful one, and you might take it for granted. Just decades ago, the national symbol nearly went extinct, but conservation efforts like the Endangered Species Act helped the population soar. We visited one of the most popular places for bald eagles, and let me tell you, they did not disappoint. Whether up close and personal, or from a distance dancing across the sunrise, A glimpse of bald eagles never ceases to amaze, especially this presidential pair with an irresistible love story. It's amazing to see bald eagles flying over the nation's capital almost every day. Tucked inside our nation's capital, the aptly named Mr. President and Lotus, Lady of the United States, camouflage among the trees. Wildlife biologist Dan Rauch says Lotus even laid an egg on Valentine's Day last year. They fly together, they hunt together, and hopefully they'll raise some more chicks together here. But decades ago, sightings like this were nearly impossible. In the early 60s, there were less than 1,000 bald eagles in the lower 48. Since then, the bird's population has soared to more than 300,000, and American bald eagles are no longer considered endangered. The iconic white head against the dark body. A remarkable comeback mirrored at Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge in Maryland, home to the largest breeding population of bald eagles on the East Coast, north of Florida. Does it ever get old? No, it never does. I've been working here for 13 years, and you always have to stop what you're doing and watch. Just as we did while touring the refuge that can see up to 20 bald eagles in a single day. We can't forget how successful the bald eagle recovery was, and we can do that with a lot of other species, too, if we really put our mind to it. Many wildlife biologists attribute the return of our nation's symbol to the banning of an insecticide that contaminated eagles' food and the passing of the Endangered Species Act 50 years ago. It provides framework for protecting at-risk plants and animals and their habitats. A small handful of species have gone extinct. There's no turning back when it reaches, reaches that point. Every time you lose a species, what in the DNA of that species maybe could have helped cure some disease? What can our country do better to bring more of those names off the list? I think it's that preventive work that we can shift toward. There have been clashes in Congress over some of the species listed as endangered and land use restrictions, but the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Director believes everyone can agree on the Endangered Species Act's overall mission and says the growth of American alligator, peregrine falcon, and grizzly bear populations formerly on the brink of extinction is a sign of hope. When we give nature a chance, it has the ability to heal itself. And as luck would have it... There it is. <gasps> wow. Two bald eagles even graced our interview. How lucky are we? So lucky. So lucky. 
Still, an immense challenge lies ahead with the impact of climate change occurring more often, according to the Fish and Wildlife Service. Breeding is being impacted by shifting migratory patterns and rising ocean levels affect sea turtle nesting. More than 1,600 animal and plant species are listed as endangered or threatened. Just 66 species have successfully been removed. Emily, thank you for that. You know, we take some of these laws for granted that have been around for 50 years, but just shows you what a big difference it makes. I just remember growing up, both of us in California as kids, like you would never see a bald eagle. Never, it was ever. so rare. And now that it's off the endangered yeah. species list, 300,000 plus around the country, right. they are glorious if you yeah. ever get the chance to That was a great story. Them. Yeah, for sure. Dylan's checking the forecast for us right now, Dylan. Good morning again, everyone. We do have some wet weather moving into California where we are going to see some of that rain along with temperatures in the 50s and 60s. We're also looking at the chance of some wet snow on the backside of this bigger storm system back through the upper Midwest. Not a lot of accumulation, but uh, still enough to make things a little tricky on the roads. And then for the East Coast, the Southeast is starting to dry out, except for Florida. And in the Northeast, we are going to see that rain. Even when the heavier rain comes to an end, it's still going to stay cloudy and pretty showery, too. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan, thanks so much. Pop start again today in for Carson Jacobs overall. I am indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. First up, we are calling it the year of the woman, the year of women. We're calling it all everything you want to call it. From (laughs) entertainment to the workplace, women have added billions of dollars to the economy in 2023. NBC's Christine Romans has taken a closer look for us. Christine? Good morning, guys. You're spot on. Women were absolutely on fire this year. Whether you want to call it the she economy, Swiftonomics, Yelp's Beyonce bump, or Barbie core. It's undeniable. These global phenomenons plus working women contributed to the economy to the tunes of billions of dollars. No questions asked. In 2023, women are running the U.S. economy. From the silver screen to a blockbuster success for not one, but two major stadium tours. Female touring artists drove 72% of overall sales at StubHub, and Swift's Eras Tour, the biggest in StubHub history. Both Taylor and Queen Bee pumping millions of dollars into the economies of every city they dazzled, into theaters, hotels, hair salons, and transportation. And the nationwide economic benefit is staggering. Swift's Eras Tour contributing $5.7 billion to the U.S. economy, and Beyonce's Renaissance Tour tacking on another $4.5 billion. The number one movie? Barbie, grossing $1.4 billion worldwide. The Taylor Swift effect even infiltrating the NFL. Hey, how you doing? Her newfound love with Travis Kelsey increasing ticket prices for some games 43%. But it wasn't just the megastars making their mark. Women saw record-breaking workforce participation, with over 77% of women in their prime working years looking for or finding employment. While everyone was going to concerts, they were also doing a lot of work, especially women. Notable gains, but they still make 20% less than men for the very same job, and women of color remain underrepresented. I want to take a victory lap, but I know you often caution about some of the hurdles that can keep women from, you know, full participation. And closing that pay gap will help with all the other things that inhibit women, like childcare costs, medical costs, having to be that person for their families that are looking both after children and aging parents. There's no question women are eager to take their shot. Female entrepreneurs receiving $5 billion in loans, 69% higher than 2020. The opportunities in the workforce have gotten wider. Women have been a beneficiary of that high demand for talent in the workplace. Women's progress can't be taken for, for granted. It has to be nurtured. 
one shiny success at a time. Another bright spot for working women. Some studies show representation in senior leadership positions is currently at its highest rate ever at 28 percent. And back to the summer concert craze, Guinness World Records crowned Taylor Swift's Eras Tour the highest grossing music tour of all time. Christine, thank you so much. Guys, next up, the Kennedy Center Honors. Last night, CBS aired the 46th annual program celebrating the latest lineup of inductees. It included actor and comedian Billy Crystal, Grammy-winning Broadway star Renee Fleming, BG singer-songwriter Barry Gibb, actress-singer-rapper Queen Latifah, and the legendary Dionne Warwick. The stage was packed with celebrity speeches and performances honoring the newest Kennedy class, including... These sweet words from Billy Crystal's When Harry Met Sally co-star Meg Ryan. Chemistry is, well, no one really knows what chemistry is, but Harry and Sally had it. And all I know is that acting with Billy was effortless. The characters just came alive. And just meeting him, I don't know, how could you not love Billy Crystal? How could you not love Billy Crystal? And Billy's buddy, by the way, Robert De Niro, had the Kennedy Center in stitches with his tribute to the comedian. Congratulations to all the honorees this year. Next up, Jason Kelsey on the latest episode of the Kelsey Brothers podcast. The Eagle Center revealed what he thinks about his festive doppelganger that's been going viral thanks to this tweet. My sister says, I think that's what they're saying. Uh, he looks like Jason Kelsey. Me looks up to see who she's talking about. And it is the Santa from the Rudolph Christmas claymation old one. Not buying into it. I've always gotten, I look like Yukon Cornelius. That's the one that everyone's always, and it's from the exact same movie. So I was shocked when this picked up so much steam because I've always gotten that one. <laughs> this is so good. Have you seen this? I think it's the eyebrows. Well, look, what do you think? Is Jason a, a, a Sam the Snowman or more of a, a Yukon Cornelius? Any any opinions? Uh, it's definitely yeah, the one on the right. The same actor. Yukon's a pretty smooth look. I think they're one and the same. Oh, my goodness gracious. Finally, Miley Cyrus. The pop superstar is channeling her any inner 80s rock star in a new cover. Yesterday, Miley shared this recent performance of Journey's hit, Faithfully. Smooth right? A good way to end it. Morning. It's a little messy out here today. Just a tad. Welcome back at 8.30 on this Thursday morning. The holiday crowds are still in full force with us out here on the plaza. Despite the morning's rain, <laughs> despite Dylan's forecast. We call this pouring drizzle. Yes, yeah, very that's, wet. That's basically drizzle. what's happening. Yeah, right with now. a cold temperature to go with it, right? Coming up, we know the airports are packed this week. Check before you head there, by the way. But where do you want to head away in 2024? Our friends at Condé Nast Traveler are out with yeah. their lists of the top destinations and hotels. We're going to run you through some of them so you can get a jump start on your vacation planning. Does anybody have a glasses windshield wiper? <laughs> My glasses are soaked. Also ahead, we're going to get things cooking with Evan Funky in the house. He is turning up the heat on your weeknight meals and holiday parties with a recipe for a spicy pasta straight off the menu of his new restaurant. And then coming up in our third hour, Chanel learns the keys to a very unique job typewriter poet.
You'll want to see that one. I love that story. It's a cool story. Dylan, just in time for us to come outside. The rain followed us. I feel like we're sh- social distancing. We don't have to. We don't need a check of the weather. We are living it right now. But what's it yeah, look like? This is where the storm is. It's in the northeast, and it's going to move up into New England. But let's get you to the weekend. On Saturday, we're looking at a couple of scattered snow showers, but most of the country besides the west coast will see a good amount of sunshine, a little cooler, temperatures 30s and 40s, stays fairly quiet going into New Year's Eve, although there will be some snow showers around the Great Lakes, some spotty snow showers out in the Rockies, too. Chilly down across Florida at midnight, really cold up across the northern plains. Temperatures in the lower teens, even down across parts of Florida, 40s, 50s. That's colder than what you're used to. It's just straight up pouring right now. And then on New Year's Day, starting off the new year with mostly calm conditions across most of the country. Windy and chilly out near Chicago. And it looks nice up and down the East Coast, too. And that's your latest forecast. Maybe white was not the No, probably not. This weather just stinks. That's You weren't kidding about the forecast. This is what we call it stinks weather. Dylan, thank you so much. Up next, as we've told you, we're going to help you plan your vacations in 2024 with the hottest spots to visit. We could use a hot spot today here in the U.S. and around the globe. But first, this is Today on NBC. When you visit a state as big and diverse as Texas, there are a million different trips you can take. Let's say you've got an appetite for whitewater kayaking. You can get your own. So this is why they call it Devil's River. Trip to Texas. Or maybe you have an actual appetite. I'll take a pound of brisket, six ribs, uh, three links of sausage, and a a piece of pecan pie. Trip to Texas. Go to TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com/music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. Welcome back. Still drying off right now. With the new year in sight, it's time to start thinking about the places to get away in 2024. Thankfully, Condé Nast Traveler is out with its list of the top places to visit and a gold list of the world's best hotels and resorts. Jesse Ashlock is the global deputy global editorial director. Jesse, nice to see you. Pleasure to be here. Happy early new year to you. How did Condé Nast come up with this list? Well, we've been doing the gold list for 30 years, and those are the hotels and cruises that our editors have been on last year that we love the most. Best places to go are places that have heat for 24. We think you should know about them. So you put them together and it's like an indispensable trip planning tool for all of our readers. So let's start with the dream destinations. These might be a reach for some folks, but it's always nice to dream. These are some pretty good ones. Give us a sense of some of of those places. All right. Well, so when people started doing long haul travel again, like last year, Japan was the place where everybody was going and they're still going. We've got Kobe on our best places to go list, but also some uh, further afield places where you can really experience wild nature like Madagascar. French Polynesia and the Kimberley, which is uh, in Western Australia. You've got like ochre cliffs and cornflower blue seas and these aberrations. Aber- the Kimberley yeah. before. Okay. It's very sparsely settled. You can a, a great way to get there is on a cruise. Uh, scenic, uh, Seabourn, Silver Sea, Ponant, they're all going there for the first time next year. So a lot of people are talking about wellness as we look yeah. ahead to the new year as well. We have our meditation graphic here. <laughs> what are some of those wellness destinations? 
Well, so Budapest, which is on both of our lists and is also near and dear to my heart because it's where my mother's family comes from, nice. uh, it's kind of an OG wellness destination, right? You have the legendary thermal baths, Selchenyi, um, that's the famous Art Nouveau bath. Um, but then there are also these cool resorts that are opening that focus more on holistic mind-body health. And so if you're dealing with nutrition or sleep, go to the Ranch Malibu, which is opening in upstate New York, or uh, Shaw Wellness Clinic, a great place in Spain that's opening in the Yucatan. Sometimes I just go to the basement and turn on some quiet music, but <laughs> if you can get to the Yucatan, that's a nice option as well. Let's talk about train travel right now. It's really picking up steam as we look into the new year. For sure. I think a lot of uh, travelers, it's a, it's a combination of climate consciousness and a desire to reconnect with the golden age of travel. And uh, there's new routes popping up all over the world. In Spain, there's a, or rather, sorry, Italy, there's a collection of routes that go through Rome called La Dolce Vita. Right here in America, there's a line called Rocky Mountaineer. It's a Canadian company that now does these beautiful routes through the West. Nice. Um, and uh, just, you know, imagine taking in the landscapes of Utah from a glass dome dining car. And Santa Fe, New Mexico, a right beautiful nearby. destination. Yeah, that's one of our readers' favorite small towns. It's celebrating an, uh, its own birthday this year. It's the 100th anniversary of the burning of the Zozobra, which is a sort of proto-Burning Man event where they burn a 50-foot effigy called Old Man Gloom. So, you know, go there, see some George O'Keefe paintings, eat some chili rellenos, and get your pyromania on. Let's do another <laughs> if we can. No matter where you travel right now, we're some of the good tips. What are the good tips? you should be keeping in mind. We always advise people to book 21 to 60 days out for domestic travel. Like about 34 days is often the sweet spot. Yeah. Aim for more like three months for international travel. Um, I would avoid peak season, look for shoulder season, especially in Europe. Like Paris is wonderful. I was just there. It's a dream. But this summer, especially with the Olympics, it's going to be insane. So go in the springtime. You can get into the spirit of things, but you don't have to deal with the craziness. Um, and for big trips, rely on a travel advisor. They're, they are your friend. Um, they can give you access to experiences you wouldn't have otherwise, and they can help you out if something goes wrong. Yeah, no need to go to Paris this year. We're going to take you on today to Paris <laughs> this year for the Olympics. We'll have plenty of that coverage coming up. Jesse, though, so nice to see you. Great to see you, too. Appreciate your being here. But first, this is Today on NBC. We are back with a new holiday edition of Today Food. On today's menu, a delicious pasta dish sure to bring the heat during those cold winter months. And we got a guy with us who knows a thing or two about pasta. Evan Funky in the house. His Hi. restaurant, Mother Wolf, just opened at the Fontainebleau in Las Vegas. Evan, good morning. Nice good morning to, to you. have Nothing you. Nothing like a little pasta at 7 in the morning. Exactly. I've been looking forward to this. That's all I do. Jacob's digging in. I've been looking forward to this all morning. You know your way around a restaurant or two, but this is your new restaurant in Vegas. Yeah, and at the Fountain Blue. It's fantastic. Fantastic, gorgeous hotel, beautiful restaurant. So, so we're excited. excited. We're Vegas. excited for you. What are we making today? Okay, so we're gonna make uh, we're gonna make some rigatoni arrabbiata. Favorite. Say it, arrabbiata it means angry. So this is a Roman uh, pasta dish, but I make it a little spicier. Mm. So typically. Uh, in Italy, people don't like too much spice. If it's too spicy, this is Los Angeles spice. So I make what's called olio santo, holy oil, okay? This is a chili oil blend that we use at Mother Wolf. Um, it's a blend of four chilies, and I use a very uh, Los Angeles ingredient mm. called gochukaru, which is sweet Korean chili flake, which gives us this beautiful red color. So, And you use all four together. Yes, okay. hybrid chilies, chili de arbol, Fresno red jalapenos, and the gochukaru with olive oil. You bring it up, blend it together. It's fantastic. So, Love it. On to the arrabbiata. So this thing's hot, right? So while we make the sauce, we're yeah. going to do a 50-50 blend of nice extra virgin olive oil and then 50%. 50-50, wow. okay. 
We're of the olio santo. It is like spicy it. and delicious. Yeah, like it is, no? Taste some of that heat. Beautiful. All right, so we have some rigatoni made locally here. Now, how important is local, how important, I should say, not just local pasta, but freshly made pasta well, to this? Well, in Rome, they typically eat a lot of dried pasta. Yeah. So I like to make fresh pasta, pasta fresco. So this is uh, this is extruded pasta. But if some of us are water. working late hours and we don't have the time, 100%. that's okay. Go to the grocery store, grab the box, okay. follow the rules on the back, and just... Apply your best taste to the al dente spectrum. Because oh. al dente is very I'm, personal. I'm, I'm big on crunchy. Like, I, I want the toothsome, I love right? It. I, I like that. it. <laughs> okay, so while this is cooking, it's got two and a half minutes. This thinks things getting hot. So we're going to start with some garlic. Thickly shaved garlic. Okay, a healthy okay. portion. You yes. want me to stir? Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay. Just give that a shake. Oh, All right, so we're going to toast okay. this till it's nice and golden. We okay. don't want too much color. Okay. But we do want it to be gold. Okay. All right. Time. And that's going. Beauty, all right, till it gets aromatic. Now we have some chopped Thai bird chilies. Now is that, which one of those is? Same one, this is okay. the fresh one. Okay. What I also like to do is take one of these, oh. smash it, okay. throw Infuse it in there. It in there. There's so many layers of spice in this, I can't right. even keep so track of all the pepper. The, okay. the chili oil is very rounding. I like a nice building warmth. I don't like a punch of spice. Okay. There you go, now we're cooking. Okay, so in that, Ooh, then we're gonna fry. Okay. Yes. Should cough a little bit. Yeah, there's no vents in here. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, now parsley directly in here. Parsley, yes, straight in the lungs. Okay. Well, all right. All right. So then we're gonna go. A nice day to wear some white pasta de pomodoro. Okay. Now, is this tomato paste or tomato sauce? So this is just pureed tomato, pasta okay, de pomodoro. Okay. okay. And then a pinch of salt. Okay. All right. So give that a stir. And like I like the spicy, and spicy. We're salting along the way. I like that. Just a little okay. bit of salt in there because this has salt in Already. it as okay. well. All right, and then we're going to add a little bit more chili. Now, I like Get to take a little bit of the pasta sauce yes. while you it's cook cooking. At home. You cook at home. But as soon as we pull that, we're going to pull some water. This yes. I don't know if there's so much space. So about two and a half minutes. Okay. Okay. And then in with yep. the pasta. Directly in the sauce, Go right? Go for it. Okay. And now we're going to do mantecatura, which is to mount it. So we want to whip. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. We get culinary, <laughs> uh, culinary glitter, the pomodoro all over the place. Oro might be the best uh, Today Show host chef I have ever seen, actually. <laughs> I, I'm starting impressive. to feel like a regular well, yeah, here. I always like to take a healthy portion of the pasta water because you can't get it back. Once it's you gone, can't get it back right? so I always set aside starch. like a cup on the side, Gorgeous. right? You get the emulsification going. Right. So if you're straining this at home, absolutely put aside a little bit of the pasta water. Now, at what point do you put cheese in? Well, we want to reduce the sauce so it starts to glaze the noodle. Okay. And it's okay that it's sort of bubbling up, boiling. That's oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Let it rock. Okay, Let it rock. Good. We cook everything at high speed in the restaurant business. Okay. You get a little taste. Ready? Send it. Oh, wow. You, <laughs> Boom. You really yes, chef. That was I, sent. It's been sent. Okay, been so sent. we don't want to cook this too much on the heat because it's going to go into that kind of stringy stage. But you can see it coming together. You yeah. can see that it's not so loose anymore. Absolutely. Like it's, it's thickening. It's in a good All right, are you texture. ready to taste? Or you I'm, try always, this? Yeah, I'm, I'm already out. I'm already out. Straight was, from the pan? That was delicious. Go for I'm it. I'm going it. We love that. My nose is running, so that's a it's good so thing. That's yeah. how you know it's good. Mmm. Okay. Not bad. Right? Very right. al dente. That's how I like it. Not bad at all. Okay. <laughs> Delicious. Now, you can do a little extra cheese, obviously, on the side. Absolutely. Delicious. Absolutely. And I think the recipe calls for, uh, like, two quarts, so this feeds four. So. This is delicious. Chef, what's your Thank secret you. when you have to cool your mouth down? Water? Milk? <laughs> 
Champagne. Just write it out. Ask write it out. Friends. Just write it out. It makes you feel alive. I do. I feel very alive. That was delicious. <laughs> Evan, thank you so much. Thank For the recipe, so head to today.com slash food. And while you're there, make sure to check out our most clicked recipes of the year from Mama Kelsey's Daily Tucci. Of course, lots from Evan Funky. You can scan our QR code to browse and save them all. And our new and free tool. Oh, this is good. Is there second? I'm going to a little bit more over here. That's delicious stuff. Thank so you so good. much. You. Evan, there's a lot more cooking ahead in the fourth hour. You need sweet treats for your New Year's Eve bash. That is so good. So Can't wait good. to go to Vegas. No matter what you're a fan of, Texas has the trip for you. There's the trip to Texas and the trip. Or maybe you're the kind of fan who'd prefer a trip to Texas or a trip. Either way, go to TravelTexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours.